0: The Kooi Gig part. I'm laughing because I was listening to a conversation that the City Girls were having, and they were just going on about this throw-in. And I was like, "Yeah, that's our weapon in the World Cup."
1: Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now.
0: The news round on off the ball with Gillette in association with Movember. Effortless shave, magnificent Mo This is news talk. Now then, you're welcome along. So we've got a great show for you this evening. Off of The Athletic is going to talk to us about his new podcast, uh, about the time really spent with Shakhtar Donetsk across their Champions League campaign this year as war raged back home. It's a great piece of work, and the interview with Adam is well worth tuning in for. Miguel Delaney also on the football show, really just to talk about the weird space football finds itself in. Usually 11 days out from World Cup, there is a great sense of anticipation and excitement and feel-good factor none of that at the moment Wednesday night rugby we will focus a little less in Ireland I think we've done our fair share of analysis in Ireland and South Africa more on the trouble for Eddie Jones at the moment so we'll have the BBC's Chris Jones with us Fiona Hayes as well and then there is the controversy which follows Kyrie Irving that won't quite go away we're into uh, week two and counting of that 53106 is the text number we we'll add off the ball on Twitter Michael McCarthy here in the studio hello hi Joe and Richard McCormack, good evening, gents, how are you? Very well. So Adam Crafton on the way of The Athletic, he has uh, spent time embedded with Chakter Genetsk across the Champions League campaign. It's a great podcast series. Six parter, three parts are out and there are amazing moments uh, strewn across it. I mean, one of the early episodes, his first night with the team, he's just chatting to one of the lesser known players and asks, you know, casually. Mm lost anyone or what's it been like for you? And the player talks at length about how his father in law has been killed and they can't find the body and he's going to play Champions League match the next night. And everything's in complete disarray. And it's just story after story like that. And, and amazing. You know, uh, they play their games in Warsaw and I was, you know, what's the relationship between the Warsaw public and the Shakhtar players? And he was talking about uh, the Real Madrid game where Schachter put up an amazing performance because they've lost a bunch of their players, 14 players, foreign players have just been allowed to leave in accordance with FIFA rules. So uh, they were anticipating a tough group stage and they finished third in a group at Leipzig, who they beat 4-1 on the first night in yeah. Real Madrid and Celtic. And Adam describes the game against Real Madrid in Warsaw, where by dint of Real Madrid's status, there were a lot of Real Madrid fans in Warsaw who went along to support Real Madrid. And as the game went on, I mean, it was akin to almost Rocky Four territory. Such was the uh, commitment of the Shakhtar players that by the end of the game, the whole stadium was rocking well, right. very much in favour of Shakhtar, very much against Real Madrid. So I was saying to Adam in the piece, which again is on the football show at nine, that I think a uh, little... Uh, too often I've been reading at Champions League scores on Tuesday and Wednesday evenings here and saying Shakhtar 1-0 down and moving yeah. on to the next one and
1: almost not appreciating the miracle which has gone on 100% you're so right I was listening to uh, you you and Rory and Kleena talking on the Sunday paper review about Ukraine kind of disappearing from the news a little bit and us not really thinking about it enough and I was thinking while listening to that that you know when they came to play when the national team came to play Ireland here a lot of the build-up was about how how that must be, what that must be like and how they're managing. You know, they'd obviously played a World Cup qualifier, you know, playoff a few days before and everything like that. But I think once the game started and everything in the aftermath, like, we got caught up in Stephen Kenny-itis as usual and, you know, got into the minutiae and, like, really overlooked this story. And I, I thought about it a few times during the Champions League as well about Shakhtar. We we're not hearing these stories enough anymore and we're starting to just normalise, <laughs> you know, players going out in these circumstances and, you know, almost not thinking about the fact that what they're going through personally and what like in life changing, life altering ways. Uh so yeah, I think a podcast like this is so, so important and to get us all sort of thinking about again and, and putting us into that perspective of hold on a second, this is a unique, mm. awful mm. tragedy that these guys have to play through and we're just reading out their scores against Celtic in a throwaway manner. On Wednesday Night Rugby then, Chris Jones, who's always a great guest in the BBC, is going to be on with
0: Fiona Hayes, obviously a more regular great guest. And what's happening with England at the moment, very interesting. So they lost Argentina at the weekend. They do have Japan this week and then they have New Zealand and South Africa. So it's quite a tough schedule. Basically, nothing about England right now is good. And Eddie Jones is basically saying, trust me, I know what I'm doing. World Cup, this is going to be beautiful. This is going to be spectacular. Mm. And so he's talking about how there's no preparation time for a country like England where they have players at all different clubs. Ireland have, Leinster being bulk suppliers, France have a Toulouse type backbone. England, he got players coming from everywhere. So he was saying, for instance, you know, He was asked, what's going on here? Like, why are we losing these games? We should be winning. He said, preparation time. I don't control that. I won't worry about it for now. For the World Cup, we'll get more time. And that will get the trick, he was asked, 100%. So he's saying, World Cup, we'll have 11 weeks over the summer. This thing's going to be amazing. And the problem is, increasingly, people aren't so sure. (laughs) Well, Uh, we've been in the the boat,
1: you know, like, I mean, we've we've been, you know, in... in twenty nineteen I would say we were in the it'll be alright in the night yeah. attitude for that where it was more in hope than expectation I think by the time the tournament started and it, it it it's not easy to kind of find form. No. It really isn't. So I don't while England I too I do think there is a trust in Eddie Jones that he'll get something out of them as the coach that he is and then there's probably a talent level there as well that people think is at least competitive. Mm. It's not like It's funny I'm going to say 07, but in 07 England were kind of no-hopers. Now, they've got to the World Cup final, but that was a weird confluence of events, I would say, rather than any kind of a spectacular team. But that was an England team that just wasn't at the races, It wasn't good enough. And it was just a... I don't think we're in that situation, so you can't rule them out. Mm. But, you know, I... I don't think any... Look, I mean, I don't want to be unfair to... actually beat New Zealand a few months ago It's and, you know, Czech is doing a great job yeah. but it's uh, they're not minnows. No. But this is... Uh, is that twigging them? This is not what they want in November before the World
0: Cup. No. It. So Chris Jones will join us after 8 o'clock and... Explain all. Uh, we should start the news round, which is as ever brought to you with Gillette in association with Movember. Effortless shave, magnificent Mo, You can sign up or donate now at Movember.com. I would think we can say, Richie, one of Ireland's most popular sports people, getting a big honour this afternoon.
2: Yeah, uh, I think he would have ingratiated himself even further uh, for people who got to hear his press conference. But Tyg Furlong will captain Ireland in Saturday's test with Fiji. It's the first time the Leinster tight has captained any side since his time at the Ireland under-18s. Furlong says Andy Farrell's decision came by surprise today but revealed
1: what he's learned from being part of the Ireland leadership group. As much as a person, as a player really, um, it forces you to think outside your own game. Like, your blinkers are off. You need to be across you know, how the squad is feeling, our game, how we're messaging them, you know what I mean, younger players coming through, etc., cetera, et cetera. How do they, we make them feel a million dollars from the minute they walk in the door so they can put their best foot forward, you know? So I suppose it's a little bit of everything and I suppose you learn a lot about yourself in respect of you're outside your comfort zone a lot, you know what I mean? You're putting yourself in situations where you might be working with a player or, uh, and he might ne- exactly know that you're you're working with him and small chats and it's about having conversations and and putting yourself out there you know
0: he was just a quote machine today yeah. there wasn't a question for long was asked that he didn't just say something uh, incredibly um, endearing in response to for instance uh, he was talking at length about how this was just not on my radar growing up like whatever about dreaming of playing for leinster playing for ireland i never even thought of being captain that was never even on the agenda and Ashley o'reilly mm-hmm. off the ball said what did you dream of and furlong spuds gravy the mother's roast <laughs> and brings the house down and he was also uh, Three things that are all the same there Todd. <laughs> <laughs> i want i want nitpick dinner uh, <laughs> he was also saying that when andy farrell asked him to be captain he said i said to faz no bother off the pitch. But what do I do on it? Do I go to the corner or what? <laughs> this is always the great debate after every Irish game. The kick for the corner, they shouldn't have. Yeah. So just amazingly humble, down to earth, has always been, and very natural. And even as, as he's become best tight head in the world by some yeah. distance, he's never lost that. It's
1: good to have this as an honour, isn't it? Like on your name that you captained your country yeah. because... I don't not not because I'm sure he'd be amazing at it I'd be interested to talk to someone who has cat, like you know you know uh, Brian or, or, or Woody or someone like that you know as to how much it takes out of you but it's like uh, it feels to me now Fiji aside this week is like the last thing we need is Tyke Furlong having to take the captaincy on on top of what, all the other things that we need him to do and how essential he is to everything that Ireland does and like, you know, just, just focus on your scummaging there. To leave the decisions to us. It would be, I don't know, maybe it's my overly negative instinct when it comes to this. But I do think that for a day like this, this is a, it's an honour he absolutely deserves, obviously. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Rich, I presume you watched his full press conference. He is just, I, I remember the
0: first time I saw him really interviewed at length. And he was talking about how, like, uh, you know, people were playing those, I can't remember where, but it's just this image of, they were playing the video of him as a GA player, smashing lads yeah. half his size. And he just, he said something like, uh, oh yeah, see I had this thing that I always want to be the same number of stone as my age. And the whole <laughs> room just erupts <laughs> laughing. And they're like, I think he was like, when did that stop? And I don't know, when he was 14 or 15 or yeah. something. But almost from minute one, he's had that kind of quality, Rich.
2: He's normal. Yeah, like, And that's increasingly something that we don't see in elite sports people because their lives are so closeted and they're so dedicated to their profession and, and everything that would go into being a top-level athlete. But there is a huge side of Type Furlong that is just a normal bloke who has rocked up off his local pitch in New Ross and managed to amble out and somehow pull on a green jersey. Like, obviously, there's clearly a lot more that's going on in between then, but... It is it is a kind of a normality that's becoming even rarer. So you kinda of have to treasure it when it does does appear in press conferences uh like today's. But yeah, like he's he's just he's just a gem. He's he's somebody you'd want to be kind of, you know, caught talking to in a night out. If you got sat next to him at a wedding table, I don't think you'd uh you'd complain too much. But it, like it's it's brilliant for him to, to to take that step up and especially seeing it's so unexpected and he mentioned that so often today like like an hour and a half before the press conferences when he found out that he was playing oh. and that he was captain at the side so it's like he was still in a state of shock when he was, when getting he was sat off. His yeah pretty I, like I would like, especially when Finley Bealham was out there yesterday I was like alright I think we can guess two of our uh, three front rowers yeah. uh, on Saturday but no we've got furlong tomorrow and it seems Stuart McCloskey's going to get another one out in the centre as well so
0: okay.
2: I think they were. the team is slowly being pieced together by who's being put in front of the media this week
1: You have to decide to be like that, though. Like, I mean, it takes a confidence in yourself and that you're going to appear normal and be the person that you actually are in front of the media. It's not just something that I'm like... It's actually easier to go into the robotic style that everybody does because then you'll blend in and you'll say nothing. And even if you're the funniest person in Ireland off-air, it's, you know, you have to make a decision to say, oh, look, I am who I am. I don't really care what other people think. And then your love's for it. But I still think that first step oh, it's is scary, you know, to to um, to let yourself be who you are. So like that, I think it shows a sign of a person very comfortable in the Comfortable in their skin. Yeah. That's uh, the very definition of comfortable in their skin, I would say. So
0: uh, Ulster have, have finally confirmed what was well flagged. Yeah, we knew this was
2: coming, but Ulster finally announced today the signing of Springbok loosehead Stephen Kitchoff. The 30-year-old will join the province from DHL Stormers after next year's World Cup, having agreed a three-year deal. Kitchoff was part of the bomb squad that came off the bench for South Africa in last week's defeat to Ireland at the Aviva. His international debut actually came against Ireland in Port Elizabeth in 2016, and he has since earned more
0: than 50 caps. Ali Horgan, Rich.
2: Yeah, sad news this for uh, any League of Ireland fan, I guess. Finn Harp's manager, Ali Horgan, has left the club by mutual consent, that Gowanative took over from Peter Hutton nine years ago, leading them to a pair of promotions during that time. But Harps' four-year stay in the SSE or Tristy Premier Division came to an end this season. So a great sense of sadness
0: about this, mm. even in yeah. the officer.
2: Yeah, like it, like again, we talk about normality. Like there's there's something normal and very unnormal about Ollie Horgan all at once. Um, an incredibly intelligent man, and you'd never. I think the p- people outside looking in, or people who might just see a picture of Ollie Horgan and see the words Finn Harps whatever might put two and two together and get eight um, but he's as sharp as attack and is a unique character around the league but he just got that sense particularly towards the back end of this season that things were ebbing away from ever so slightly of Finn Harps and nine years especially in this league is an awfully long time mm. and would drain anybody particularly when they've got interest outside of it and he's a teacher and all that kind of stuff so um, yeah like he's going to be a huge loss if, if we can get him in front of a microphone by all means I think we should he is a great character a great mind about the game and a unique view on things as well to, to put it mildly but yeah like he'll he'll, he'll be a loss because he's okay. I think he's one of those normal people that kind of you like to get into your press conference from okay we will uh, press on so Cueven Kelleher gets the nod yeah, plenty of Irish involvement in tonight's Carabao Cup third round ties. Queevy and Kelleher starts in goal for a very young Liverpool side at home to Derby. Joe Hodge and Conor Ronan both start for Wolves in their game with Leeds. West Ham hand a fourth start in the season to Conor Coventry with Blackburn visiting the London Stadium. Evan Ferguson is on the bench for Brighton in their tie away to Arsenal. Elsewhere tonight, Newcastle play Crystal Palace. Nottingham Forest host Tottenham for whom Matt Doherty and Harry Kane start. Uh, Pretty worrying if you're Garrett Southgate naming your squad tomorrow. And elsewhere, Southampton face Sheffield Wednesday. Mark McGuinness, the Ireland under-21 defender, is uh, central to Wednesday's plans tonight. And perhaps tie of the night sees Manchester City, welcome Chelsea to the
0: Etihad. Erling Haaland is on the bench for the hosts. Okay. Uh, There is, it's creeping up as uh, a touch... uh, 41,400 sellout at Porky quive tomorrow evening. It's actually going to be an amazing mm-hmm. occasion. It, it's hard to know how to preview it or how to talk about it, but I dare say almost akin to 08 and the All Blacks, it'll catch fire when it's on. So we have the teams for Munster and Springboks A. Yeah,
2: the box name there is the other day, but Munster have named their team to play South Africa A. At the park tomorrow night There are first starts For recent signings Antoine Frisch And Kieran MacDonald Simon Zebo, Ben Healy Josh Witcherly, Roman Salanoa And Gavin Coombs All come back into The starting 15 And that team will be Captained from the back row By Jack O'Donohue. We'll be there
0: tomorrow Mick I'll be down there
1: You uh, You say we there It doesn't include certainly. me I'll, I'll be here show Like I always am Virgin Media too yeah. Excited Nervous
0: though We are pitch side Weather is not promising Oh no You know when you watch Allianz League games <laughs>
1: <laughs> Have you done this particular one No, no. Never Okay So and John yeah. Motson coat That's all I have to say
0: yeah, Oh yeah You are going for the overcoat I'm going for as many layers as I can Right okay Long the, johns And then just to wear your suit and It's look whether hard. or not to wear a like a little cap Jack
1: Charlton style or something you're definitely not going to wear a cap I might <laughs> <laughs> do you look no did the Virgin not employ like uh, umbrella holders I don't think so you just come I down, not, not down to forward with the shot yeah there
0: was an RTE one where Pat's bland on an umbrella and
1: no one else did I seem to remember <laughs> this year this year yeah brilliant <laughs> oh, I missed that somehow experience um, looking no, forward to it hope you don't get hit with a, a ball in the warm up um, oh yeah I'd say You'd be devastated if that happened. I would. Yeah, <laughs> no, it would break my heart. I would. Have, look, I've been... Uh, any embarrassment that you feel, Joe, I'll feel tenfold. <laughs> as your friend and colleague. Indeed. Or colleague and friend. I should have probably said it the other way around there, yeah. Well, uh, listen, uh,
0: yeah. Whether headwear is acceptable is my uh, current
1: issue. The crowd for this game
0: is incredible. But it's the biggest attendance for any rugby game in the history of the province. Yeah. In Munster, obviously yeah. Grow Park and all that, and Dublin games, but in, of a game held in held in Munster, Munster. yeah, there's never well, been more bigger attendance.
1: There you go, and it's still it is quite like a novelty to still see uh, international rugby game or any sport played in the GA pitch. Yeah, um, so yeah, there's there's lots of intrigue around it, and as you said, Just the rugby will almost take say. care of itself. Yeah, yeah, we'll see what it is.
0: So, um, well, Sadio Mane, people would have seen it. he went down injured and he was pointing to his knee. What is their word, Rich?
2: Uh, Bayern Munich say they're in contact with the Senegalese medical staff after Sajo Mane suffered what's uh, allegedly a ruptured tendon in his uh, fibula last night in their win over Werder Bremen, the former Liverpool forward. Now, in major doubt for the World Cup. Hyung Min Son though, has declared himself fit for South Korea, that despite suffering a facial fracture just it. last week. Yeah, he's a good Yeah, And England fullback, Reese James, is definitely out of the tournament. In Qatar, that is due to his recent knee injury. It's okay, as I say, naming the squad tomorrow.
0: I can imagine the conversation with Sean and Doctor. You really shouldn't play any kind of contact. All kinds of trouble. You can wear a mask, but it's just a bad idea. Yeah. grand I'm going to play. Yeah, I'm in. Doc. Yeah, I'm yeah. absolutely in. Take a seat. Uh, what a weird time this is now for every World Cup player. Over the next two weekends, mm. I mean, to say that the games will be played at friendly pace, yeah. in certain quarters,
1: not an exaggeration. I know. I can't believe it's two weeks. I don't know why I thought that. It's it's, it's eleven days. Yeah, sorry. So it's this weekend is the last round of fixtures, but then there's obviously games today. Um, yeah, there's games this week as well in the, the league cup and whatever. Yeah, so there's two games for a lot of them to have to go through. Certainly this weekend for for most, but yeah, it's like you're you get injured now. Oof. You're done. It's going to be hard to make it back, yeah. So, like, I mean, th- that Mane story is terrible. For Like, it, I, I, I just think for any of these countries, like, we talked about it with Son, and this is good news, obviously. If he does make it, he's obviously in the squad, but let's see how much he plays. But for a country like South Korea, but sure, Mane's, the, Mane's that in Senegal.
0: Mm.
1: You know, it's like, I mean, I, like, France can lose a star player. Brazil, if they didn't have Neymar, it's not going to ruin the World Cup for them. They'll still fancy themselves to win it, you know? Yes. I don't know. It did eight years ago. Well, that was, that was different. Um, but he died, though. He died. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. uh, I've just, I'm actually very, very sad for, for Senegal and for Mane. Yes. It would be akin to if Ireland were the World Cup and Roy Keane didn't make it. <laughs> I said that the other day. Outside, I was like, that time when he got injured in 2002 and missed the yeah. tournament, yeah. Uh, so, oh, this story has been bubbling away,
0: Rich. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, It ain't going away anytime soon either Uh, The 2023 Rugby World Cup offices have been raided by French financial prosecutors The investigation relates to charges of favouritism influence peddling and corruption Last month their former Chief Executive Claude Acher was sacked following a damning report into his management style That report was separate to these investigations but Acher is now subject of an investigation into his expenses The World Cup is due to get underway in 10 months time Uh, Mr O'Gara He's in trouble again uh, the La Rochelle head coach has been ordered to appear in front of a disciplinary committee on Wednesday next. O'Gara has been cited for comments made to a match official, though the Eleanor didn't say as much in their report overnight. The incident in question happened during La Rochelle's 1970 win over a at the weekend. O'Gara only saw a six-match ban end on Halloween, but he could be set for another suspension.
1: Mm not ideal not enjoying he's just he's taking a few months off going to the games maybe just concentrating on what's happening on the training ground I don't know yeah no (laughs) that's oh no just you know a bit of tape over his mouth I think towards the end of games I think so might be needed for a little while Uh, Tiger Woods Rich He's back, testament Joe to how good, yeah, <laughs>
2: Testament to how good Roger's French is though By the way He's getting cut out So often for that uh, But the 15 time Major winner Tiger Woods has announced He'll return to Competitive action At this year's Hero World Challenge Golf Joe, control yourself He'll be going <laughs> for His sixth title At the PGA Tour event When it gets underway In the Bahamas next month The 46 year old Hasn't played Since failing to make The cut at the Open Back in July At St Andrews
1: Hmm 46 with the body of a sixty. I was gonna say it's starting to sound old before you even list all of the things that have happened to Tiger Woods's back and legs and everything else. Well even as Richie says there, playing for the first time
0: since he didn't make the cut at St Andrews in July. Yeah. That was not a good showing. No. And the whole year had been
1: wait till he gets to Saint Andrews. Yeah. That will suit him. Now in yeah. fairness it was very quick after like you know, considering the magnitude of what happened in the car accident, I still think that it was asking a lot for him to go and do what he tried to do this summer.
0: It was a year and five months. Yeah, do you not think that
1: was? Oh, I suppose maybe that you is You know, like I mean, had shattered, shattered leg. Like, yes, you know, in that, that context, you, yeah, and in the yeah. sport that it is that you're walking around like well, constantly I, up and down hills. Well, I suppose how much better is he going to get? Maybe. Maybe I, that. Well, I that's wonder. a question. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, at the Hero World Challenge, golf. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you did get that exactly right, actually. The lack
0: of confidence undid you, but that's precisely what it is called. Uh, we are out of time. Richie, thank you very much. Nice and loud. Michael, thank you. Cheers, folks.